Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. St. Louis Blues are off now for 11 days after their 4-2 loss last night at Winnipeg. Darren Pang is not off from broadcasting duties, though. He's got the Hurricanes at Buffalo tomorrow, and that'll be fun. The Hurricanes, one of the best teams in the league in Buffalo, one of the most enjoyable teams to watch. We'll talk about them in a moment because Darren Pang joins us, as he does every Tuesday on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Panger. How you doing? I'm doing, you know, I'm doing fine. Uh, Randy, how are you guys doing? I'm, you know, like everybody else, I think a little discouraged with uh, with how uh, how it's gone by and kind of hopeful that they'd, you know, come up with some wins and, and climb back into it before the break, but not to be right now. So I think there'll be some, you know, some major kind of self-motivation and restructuring going on when, this, when these guys come back from this break a little bit. Panger, we try to, because... There, I have a tremendous amount of respect for everybody that makes it to every single league. But last night, one of your keys to the game at the beginning of the game on Bally Sports was commit to competitiveness, which to me means commit to trying hard for 60 minutes. And I, I just didn't see it. I, I and, and I'm not. I, I'm just going to throw a blanket over the, the whole group. The group needs to try harder. I, well, that's that's why I. You know, I fired that in because I, I really liked what happened in that third period in Colorado. I, you know, they almost, you know, had enough for only 20 minutes to come back and win a hockey game against a really good team, and and uh, they put some scare into them. They put them on their heels, and you know that's why I, I I truly believe that if this were different and the Blues were into the you know in a playoff, you know, close to whether it be the you know um, wild card one or wild card two or they would they would scare the daylights out of anybody because that's the kind of play that scares other teams. So yeah, being more competitive, being ready to play, being ready on time, uh, those are just all all essential ingredients to to winning in this league. And you know, can you get away with it in in October and November? Yeah, but you know, once you get into that late November, you know, December, January, other teams are finding their way. They're finding their 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 work ethic and their commitment and you know the, the the really the guy that was a hard hard competitive player last night was the goalie mm-hmm. i mean if yeah, yeah let's face it if not for jordan binnington or you know a couple of those power plays and uh you know he was that that game was over early so he's uh he is stuck with it he deserves a lot of credit and uh i was hopeful that the players would you know get her together late and at least get him a 
get him a win because he certainly deserved that. Hey, Panger, with you being so close to the team, how frustrating is it for you uh, when you're watching them play and perform and it's not their best? You know what, Kerry? It, yeah, it is. I mean, certainly there's – I mean, you have relationships. You have not just with the players, but, you know, with the city and with their families, um, you know, with uh, – you know, with friends that watch them play all the time. So there's a, you know, there is a connection. I found that, uh, you know, uh, this is my 14th year here, and and I found that especially when you started seeing the, the dads on the trips and the mums on the trips, and you really started to meet the, you know, the families of the players, then you feel this real, you know, you feel this real connection. And you you feel bad when they don't play well because, I mean, quite frankly, you, you can't, lie and say that they're playing well i mean they know they're not playing well if they're not playing well or you know their family and friends know they're not playing well if they're not playing well and uh, fans in st louis know that so you can't just sit there and and, and blow by it and lie but you know you don't want to you don't want to beat them beat them up severely because you 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 know you 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 know that you know you're trying to pump them up too just not only on you know on the air but you're trying to give them a little bit of life you're trying to inject some some confidence in them too when you see them so it is you know it's disappointing i i, I find now that you know you look at some players you, you get on the whether it's around the rink you're in the locker room and you know when things are going well guys are up their chests are up they're talking to you they're you know they're full of life and then when things aren't going well for one game they're okay and two games it's all oh, boats tough but you know when it's not going well and everybody knows it then you know, by and large, they look around and they'll either not look at you very long or, they'll, or they might come up to you and say, like, what are you seeing? And that's when you know the confidence is low and, and you know, the, the, the team camaraderie is down. When, when you know that they're saying, what are you seeing out there? What is, what is going on? And and I think I'm seeing more of that right now than I than I am anything else. And I feel bad for them. Hey, Panger, Jeremy Rutherford has a poll of Blues fans up at theathletic.com. And one of the names that's brought up is Jim Montgomery. And the Blues were in a really fortunate situation to have Monty, right? Because of the mm-hmm. way he left Dallas. And he is one of the best coaches in the league. Maybe one of the best coaches in the world who has the runaway President's Trophy winners. But just leaving that out of it, when you lose a talent like a coach, like Jimmy Montgomery, what sort of an effect do you think that's had on this team, if any at all? Oh, for sure. I, I, I think that's significant. I mean, you know, you're not asking somebody to come in and, and, and replace, you know, Monty. And um, he, he's, he's just he's good at what he does. He's, he's, he's very detailed on the defensive side of the puck. He's, he's, he's uh, very, very good on the penalty kill. Um, he's, he's a sharp guy. And, and he, you know, he's, he has an ability uh, to talk to players one-on-one and keep their spirits up, but yet challenge them. So, no, there's a reason why the Boston Bruins, who had 100 and cheapers, did they have 105 points last 105 points last year, fired their coach, who's one of the most successful coaches in, in Bruins history, and and brought in Monty. I mean, so that tells you how how good he is, and and he's doing a great job. So, so. You know, I think there was an adjustment certainly early on, especially with the penalty kill, and, and that was that didn't get the Blues started very well. Uh, you know, but it has been resurrected, and the penalty kill has been much improved, and they have made the changes. But all in all, you're right. I mean, 
you're uh, you're missing a really good man, a fun guy to be around, and uh, and a sharp guy when it comes to hockey, and a positive guy when it comes to being with the players. And by the way, the Ruins have lost three in a row, so he's probably getting ripped on Boston Sports Radio today. Yep. See, there you go. <laughs> the, the best coach just went to the worst coach in the world. Yeah. I mean. He didn't ask his players to to turn the puck over at the at the blue line. The, the players just got a little tired for for finally for those for those Bruins players. They've been on a roll like you read about. Hey Panger, the Blues have four players in the bottom ten of of plus minus in, in all of hockey forwards. Four, well, no, right, I, I'm four, yeah, okay, Krug as well. So oh, yeah, right, four players it. total in all of hockey out of seven hundred and forty two players. How how do how do you? Recognize that in your brain. Does that does that mean anything to you, or is it? Do you just look at that number and say it doesn't mean much? Oh no, it it always means something for sure. Um, but I, but I will say this too, Kerry, that um, in one of the 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 oddest um, ways of doing plus minus, all the skill players that are on that board, including Krug, are, are the guys that are on the ice when you pull the goaltender for the extra mm-hmm. man. Okay. So I I I think that's eleven empty net goals against and you know so your top those top players get tagged on for an extra 11 but that doesn't make it any better that that's still a, a hefty plus minus anyway on the minus side uh, carry and I, I i will say this that you know when any team in the nhl is 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 winning it's not by accident it's it's that they're buying into the system that they're back checking like crazy um they're they're Placing pucks in areas, and I'll give you an example. So let's say a defenseman like Tory Crew gets a gets a minus. He's about to go for a line change, and this is just puck management. This is simple hockey 101. This happened in Colorado. He's about to go for a line change. He's been on the ice for a minute and 20 seconds. The forward has the puck, and the forward is four inches from the red line, center ice. The forward's job is to get the puck in deep, like deep, deep, so that the defenseman can change. But the forward decides to dipsy-doodle, gets the puck turned over. The defenseman that's 14 feet from the bench that should be off the ice by now has to curl and get back into his own zone, and now he's hemmed in for another minute. Okay, so the puck goes in the net, and he gets a minus. At the end of the day, analytics don't tell you who had the puck at the red line, who was dipsy-doodling and should have got the puck in deep, does it? <laughs> and And so... That's where this team has has failed in team management and commitment to the other team, uh, other players on your team. Good line changes, smart puck placement, all the things that really good teams do. I'm reminded every single day what Alexander Steen brought to the St. Louis Blues and being close to the bench, listening to him bark, bark out orders in a good way, tell players that that's a bad line change. Uh, make sure that they're accountable for some of those things that put their other teammates or line mates in a bad spot. And to me, I mean, that's the signature way of winning, and that is what has been missing, in my opinion. So uh, that's, if that kind of breaks it down a little bit, it's mm-hmm. not everything, but it certainly has been, by and large, a product of so many minus plays and such poor you know, decisions with the puck, just getting it into over the line and getting it deep. It seems simple, 
but it hasn't been that simple. It has been excruciatingly difficult to get that through some of the players and, and to do things like that. Hey, Panger, we, we were talking earlier that Jordan Bennington is probably the MVP of this team. If you are a, a goalie in, in, in his situation right now, how frustrated are you? Uh, you get a turnover in your own zone, they score a goal, and then you know, not even 20 seconds later you get a puck going off of your teammate's skate or his foot, uh, and that goes in. Some of these things are out of his control. How frustrated do you become when you're in that situation and, the, and you may feel like you're not getting the help that you need from your teammates? Well, I mean, for sure it is. I, I mean, you know, the one thing you got to keep telling yourself is, you, you know, you chose a team sport when you were a kid. <laughs> you know, Panger, my mom used to have to tell me that all the time when I was 10, 11 years old. I was, it was, it was hard for me to lose games. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's, and you, you know, the last thing you want to do is be that guy that puts your arms up and, you know, blames everybody else because, you know, you're hoping at the end of the day that they're trying as well. And sometimes you give up a bad goal and, you know, you hope that they don't put up their arms and look at you and give you that stare like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I had my man, but, <laughs> I, I, but frustrating for sure because, you know, even when it was one nothing with Neighbors made a great play and Tory Krug made a phenomenal pass uh, to Neighbors and then Alexandrov, you know, that's get they get a bonus right there, you know, but to give up you know what, two goals in 21 seconds again to to weather that storm quickly um, is is something that it's happening around the NHL a lot and and players, you know, it doesn't they they don't seem to have that defending mentality right away uh, as soon as uh, the other team scores a goal. So, I mean, it was a hard, it was kind of like an avalanche coming downhill. You, we could feel it in the rink and you could feel the energy and their players were starting to pump up the crowd. The crowd was starting to get going because they'd lost, what, three or four in a row as well and uh, were shut out in their last game on home ice. So, it's not like they've been going through great things, They were, but they fixed it. They corrected it in, in seven minutes. They corrected last night's game and, you know, Jordan Bennington, yeah, he deserved to be frustrated for sure. He did everything he could to, to win that hockey game. Hey, Panger, one last thing. We mentioned at the outset of this interview that you've got Buffalo and Carolina. I, I listen to NHL Network Radio. I watch NHL Network, and I kind of think that Carolina is the most uh, under-the-radar really good team in the league. I, I, am I correct there? You are absolutely correct. That is a well-oiled machine, a well-coached machine. They 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 play with speed. I think they play with integrity. I I they've got uh, especially when when Freddie Anderson is is healthy. They've got uh, they've got a a goaltender that can that can win and maybe win it all. Uh, they're D move the puck up the ice. Yeah, nope. They're you know that's they're good. They're really good. They're well structured. They play hard. They play fast. I'm 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 excited for the game because you know the you know as as everybody's getting prepared for the for for the break. You know, there's like last night was the lone game on, on the schedule, and so you get excited for those games because people are watching those games. And for uh, for that game on Wednesday on TNT, I'm I'm pumped up. I like I love watching Buffalo. That's a, I think this is going to be my fifth or sixth game doing the Buffalo Sabers this year at ice level, and uh, <laughs> none of them none of them have disappointed. So I, I think it's going to be a heck of a game on Wednesday. Hey, what's it like for you to look up at Tage Thompson? Oh yeah, it's, it's a, I've, I've hurt my neck. I've got a neck problem right now. <laughs> Panger, enjoy your break. We always love having you on. Thanks so much for the time and to safe travels. Okay, guys. Thank you very much. Have a good week. You too. Take care. Darren Pang, Blues Analyst with us on 101 ESPN. A guy who lays it out there. He's honest. He's a great observer. One of the best analysts in hockey. And he just uh, gave us the, the scoop.